2020. Another mommy running here and I am excited to bring you another episode. I think we're on episode six of season two. All I know is that it is 2020. It is a new year and I am so excited to be back with all of you back in my minivan podcast studio here at the beautiful carpool lane at Highland Mill Montessori getting ready to pick up all of the kids for the day and this is really my plug for productivity so that's exactly why I'm talking to you today I use every single second of my waking moment for productivity when I am in work mode now that also means that I come out of work mode but when I'm in work mode there are a couple things that I want to talk to you about that are going to help you if you are an entrepreneur or if you are trying to get out there and hustle, start a business on the side, start moving things, start um, gravitating toward different ideas. So maybe this is just something you want to listen to because you are not sure. Let me tell you, even if you're not an entrepreneur with a hustle on the side, my tip number one is for everyone. Please use a calendar. And so the reason that I say please use a calendar is that it really will help you with how to get the most bang for your buck every day of your life. I use Google Calendar. And that is linked to one of my four emails. And I pretty much put everything on there color-coded. So everything that's related to the kids, everything that's related to my teaching, everything that's related to consulting, anything that I need in terms of appointments or even phone calls, I calendar in. If I am going to sit for 30 minutes and talk to someone who is curious about VIP Kid, I calendar that in to my day. So that is number one tip. Use a calendar for productivity. And if you want to see, maybe you don't believe me yet. Maybe you think that you're just good at lists or um, you don't really need that because you can keep track of everything try to write out everything that you do one day without a calendar. This was an exercise that a former principal made me do about six or seven years ago. And I thought it was such crap. I was I was kind of having a bad attitude about it because I looked at it in a different way. I thought, is she trying to prove that we don't do enough throughout the day? What is her goal as our boss telling us to write down every single thing that we do from the minute that we walk in to the minute that we leave. And the school system had purchased um, SAM, which is like a calendaring 
um, development program. And it, it pretty much helps you categorize your instructional use of time, your personal use of time, where, where your day is lining up. And so before she introduced this calendar to us that we were going to use as an administrative team, she made us write down every single thing that we did. When we ate, got on the um, computer and checked our email, had to um, cover a class for a teacher so that they could go to the bathroom, anything and everything. And so we did that. And we came to the admin meeting the next day, all of our little lists of everything that we did. And what she wanted to do was show, well, no, I'm not sure, but I think that what she wanted us to see was where we could put more priority in our daily schedules, where there might be some room um, to move things or shift things so that we could get the most bang for our buck. And that's exactly why my minivan became my podcast studio is because I knew that I was going to be sitting in this line for 20, 20 minutes or so every day. And some days I bring my computer and I do work. Some days I actually do my follow-up calls with people um, that I need to check on um, or schedule. Some days I'm on the phone with the doctor's office because that can take time to schedule dentist appointments for three kids or whatever. But I, the, the, the reason that I'm saying this is that I use every single bit of time. If I wasn't intentional about that, then my habit would be to go play on Instagram or to go play on Facebook and see what was happening in the lives of other peoples. And that's not the best use of my time when my time equals a financial um, piece for my family. So I shifted. I use my podcast as a tool to help other moms out there who might be interested in what it's like to work from home, find gigs out there, develop things, and share some of my struggles, some of my ideas, and um, some of the other things that I've learned throughout this journey. So going back to the basics, when we um, used that SAM calendar in the school that I worked at, it helped us shift and prioritize our time. You can do the same thing and you can make a list of everything that you do, checking email, going and making yourself lunch, um, running to the grocery store, whatever it is that you do, you put that throughout your day, right? And that way you can shift and move to make money at the most important and easiest times of day. I have three kids. I need to make money while they are either asleep or in school because it's very challenging for me to have all of my time when they are home put into anything other than them. And I've committed to that. I like doing that. And so that's my number one tip is to calendar in for productivity. My second tip for you out there is to exercise first thing in the morning. 
I'm not talking crazy marathon running like I do. That's totally mental health and that's that's what makes me and brings me joy. But if you can get your walk in, your yoga in, a quick hit session, a run to the gym, take the dog, any of those things, first thing in the morning, you're going to boost that energy level immediately for the rest of the day. It is so hard for moms and dads and people without kids, people just with full-time jobs to spend all of their energy. And then by the end of the day, six, seven o'clock rolls around and to jump into the gym and give it the best that they've got. So if you can fix your schedule so that you exercise in the morning, I totally think it's worth it. Even if that means you go to bed 45 minutes earlier so that you can get up, have your cup of coffee and take that dog first thing, your brain function, your heart, your mind, your spirit, all of those natural feel good, um, everything. It's going to make your day more productive. Okay. My third tip for productivity is to pick the one thing you have to accomplish every day and put that on your list first. So there are other things that are going to fall. And if you have um, children like I do, which you'll hear me talk about a lot, one sick kid and a phone call from the nurse, we need you to come and get Madeline. She's not feeling well. Okay, all the rest of that day, kaboshed. So whatever I have planned, I now need to either shift, change, or help manage other ways so that I can be a mom and do what she needs me to do. Get that first thing, whatever it is, whatever project it is, whatever task it is, if that is a have-to on your list, get it done first thing. That is my third productivity tip, okay? My fourth productivity tip, before you jump on to any kind of social media, have a plan of why and what. So if you are in um, any kind of business where you're using social media, LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, whatever, to sell products, to advertise, to reach different clients, to engage and to connect, that is your purpose. But go deeper into that, okay? I'm gonna get on LinkedIn today. I'm gonna look for five connects and I'm gonna make one post. I'm gonna go on to Instagram and I'm going to do two DMs and I'm not even gonna touch Facebook today. I don't have a reason to get on Facebook today unless you're linking another kind of account to it or whatever. But try to be really super intentional about your social media because it's really easy to be sucked in to a story, into um, any, any kind of messaging system, anything, and start scrolling and scrolling. And you've lost 15 minutes of time and you haven't done what you actually succeeded to do with that social media platform. I try to get on LinkedIn twice a day. I try to get on Instagram once a day and I try to get on Facebook once a day. And when I do those things, my goal 
is always in my head first. I'm never just going to scroll. And so that helps. Yeah, I'm going to scroll and that happens. And I see things, oh, like that, blah, 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 blah. But when I have a purpose that's linked to making money, I'm able to be more beneficial with that time. And I don't get lost in it. I know that in whatever two o'clock is, I have a meeting set up at two o'clock or I have a class that I'm teaching or whatever. So I've got 30 minutes to get my social media of whatever is in there making a video, um, working on hashtags, making some connections, sending out an in-mail, any of those things. I set it and I'm intentional with it. And I use it as a business tool, not a social tool. And then number five, commit. So in order to increase your productivity, you've gotta commit to what you're doing. Sometimes it is really, really hard to want to multitask because of the nature of our, just everything that we do each day. So you're going to have interruptions. If you are in the middle of putting up a product design and you're getting ready to submit it for something as simple as teachers pay teachers, don't get lost and looking at other things or starting with a new idea or jumping into a text message conversation with someone. I'm putting up this post for Teachers Pay Teachers. I'm going to pin it. I'm going to share it. And I'm giving myself 20 minutes to do that. Put an Instagram photo up, add it to my story, and I'm done. And I've committed and I've followed through with it. And then that text message is going to be there in 20 minutes. You can respond to it then. Instead of trying to get back and forth with a conversation that could totally derail what you were doing when you committed to the first idea or the first task or whatever was next in your calendar. So commit. And those are my productivity tips for 2020. And I'm curious to what you think about those. Do you think that some of them work and some of them are just not realistic for your life? Are there days where you don't want to look at the calendar? Do you have too many calendars? One of the problems that I ran into early in jumping out of public schools and into all of my own contracting was organizing emails and calendars. I had too many things all over the place. Now, looking at my Google Calendar, that is what is manageable for me. And even if someone else doesn't use it, I still calendar and send them an invite into mine so that I can see it and I know it and I leave myself a note so that I have everything in one spot. Some of the different teaching apps that I use between OutSchool, um, VIP Kid, and um, Universal Education, those link and you get to choose which calendars to sync them to, those activities. So that that was um, a habit that I had to start forming and it, it was tricky at first, but 
it worked and I believe in it and I use it and I feel good at the end of the day. I look at my calendar for the next day, make sure everything's in there. If anything has changed, oh, look, tomorrow I can podcast during carpool because I don't have anything calendared in during that time. So I wish you just the happiest 2020. And I wonder what your goals are for this year. I wonder if you have stepped out of any roles and you are jumping into some new roles. And I wonder how I can help you. So please reach out. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Twitter. I'm in LinkedIn's network. And I would love to share with you anything that I have hit as a bump or bruise on my journey so that you also can feel successful this year and productive and great about life and all that you are doing. So please reach out and let me know how this podcast can help you. If there's things you want me to talk about, things you want me to add, that's what I'm here for, just to help everyone out there. So have a wonderful day from another mommy running.